Alright, he's here, he's here. I saw that's his book. He's just put his book down. Okay, Boker Tov. Good morning, everybody. Today is July 14th. Daf Nuntet. We stopped on Nunhet Amud Bet at the bottom of the page. I don't know, seven, eight lines, two dots. Two lines into the wide lines. Yeah. Okay, so he made this law that you pay one quarter to the uh, original owner of the land and you keep it. Right? If there was 12 months by the Sikrikon, you can pay a quarter and keep. Okay? Mahlok it now about this quarter. Okay? So we, you ready? Three lines in. Amar. Page Nun Amud Bet, three lines into the wide lines. After the Mishnah said you pay a quarter, we have a question. Is the quarter a quarter of the purchase price? Or is the quarter a quarter of the value of the land? Yeah. Don't we hold it's the same thing? So we'll see now as I'm looking about how 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 much the Sikri coin is discounting the land. That's the question. Okay, so here we go. Yeah. Amarav. Amarav, Revia Bakarka or Revia Bemaot. Okay? According to Rav, you're going to pay a quarter of the purchase price. You can pay it either in cash or in land. I can give him a quarter of the land, if I so choose. Right? Or a quarter of the uh, or a quarter of the purchase price. Okay? And it's a, again based on the purchase price. Shimuel Amar Revia Bakarka. If Shimuel says no, it's a quarter of the value of the land. Look at Ashi. She says six lines to the bottom of the page at the end of the line. Amarav, Revia Bakarka or Revia Bemaot, Oyitin le Baalim, Revia Maot Shinatan le Oved Kochavim, a quarter of the purchase price I paid the Goy, or Yitin le Karka Shaver Revia Hamaot, or I give him a piece of the land that's valued at the quarter of the purchase price. She gives an example. Let's say I paid $100 for the land, right? So I give him $25. Or, right? or a piece of land worth $25. Okay? That's really one fifth of the value of the land. Okay? Why? He says, if they so choose that they want land. Why would he say that? Okay? So Rav holds that the the uh, the uh, goy will discount 20% of the, of the, of the of value of the land. So that's what he says. He says uh, the goy will give, no. He says, 20% discount. One, which one, 20%. One fifth, one fifth discount, which is a twenty percent discount off the purchase price. So when I sold, when I bought it for a hundred, right? He's saying that it was really worth more than that. He's selling for a hundred. It's really worth one twenty-five, right? No, who bought it? No, but the Sikri didn't buy for. 100. No, no, no. I, I, I bought it from the Sikri for a hundred. Correct. I got a twenty percent discount off the value. The guy, it was really worth five. I right. paid four. It's 20% discount, right? right? So now, So I give a quarter of the purchase price. So if it was worth five and I paid four, so the, it was worth five, the, the Goy discounted 20%, he sold it for four. Now, I'm, I'm going to go pay back now a quarter, 25% of the purchase price is one. It's four, 25, one, one, that's back to the value land. So according to that, the discount was a 20% discount, and I got to pay a quarter of the purchase price in order to make the buyer 
at least somewhat get value of his land, right? He gets one. One out of the five. Right? Yes. This has to always be dealing with the second guy buying it from, yeah. from the first guy who bought it. No. The Sikri Khan no. doesn't, no. takes no. it, he doesn't pay anything. And then I buy it from the Sikri Khan. The right. rule is, I right. pay what I buy from him, I gotta give a quarter to the original landowner. Right. Says that I have the quarter of the original landowner, it's one quarter of the purchase price you paid the Goy. Why? Because the Goy discounted it when you bought it from him Correct. by 20%. And therefore, that 20% of the original value brings you down to your purchase price Good. to bring you back up to the value, it's a 25% jump. And the same, he's paying, let, let's just use an easy number, let's say it's $100, right? So That's not an easy number, use five. Okay, use five. So I, it's, worth five. it's worth five. So yes. I the secret, so now I, the secret one takes it. I, I didn't give him five, I gave him four. I didn't give him anything yet. The secret one takes it from the original For guy. free. For free, good. Now the Keach comes and he buys it for four. Correct. <laughs> good. Now that last guy, the Baal comes back and says, I want my Sadeh back. No, uh, right? no, no. Part of the law of the cyclic coin is I got to pay. I got to reimburse the original owner. Okay, so now how much am I giving him? That's the mahlukah we're discussing. Right, I, know, I understand. So now I, I'm going to give him discounted amount. Just the fifth, just from four to five. That's correct. But that's twenty-five percent. I understand. But why am I, why am I giving him so little? That's the law. The rule says you pay, you, you pay the, you pay the Mishnah said you have to give the buyer, the, the original owner, a quarter. It was a real sale. Yeah. Why give him anything at all at that point? Uh, Kaka. Well, Hazid. It's a real transaction. Yeah. It's a real transaction. Yes. Hazid. Yeah. 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 Hazid. Yeah. You're right. Technically, yeah. technically nothing. Also, maybe right. it'll, maybe it'll, it'll push people from Yes. 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 What? Maybe it'll push people from The whole land, everything. Why? If they get any of this killed anyway, they're gonna get so you get it for full value. You got it at the value. You got a market price. You're getting it for full value. You don't want it anymore, maybe. It's, it's something. Could be. As a, uh, Could be. I, uh, that was the takana, Richie. They wanted to give the no, guy something. Yeah, back. Yeah, what's the point of the takana? That's the question. Yeah, the, yeah, point the, the point is to give the guy something at least. Hazit. Really yeah, Hazit. Yeah, exactly. That's the bottom line. Right? So so they want to give him something. So Rav says, the way we do it is bring me back the, to the value of the product. You, you got a discount. Okay. You got a discount. So pay value, at least pay the value of the land. Right? So the value of the land from your discounted price to bring it back to value was 25%. It was worth five, and you only paid four. So the Goy discounted 20%. He went from right. five to four. Now to bring you back from four to five, that's a 25% <laughs> increase. It's 25% to four is one. Just like 20% to five is one. So to go back up to the five, you've got to pay a 25% increase. No. So that's Nikhira oh, that, that, that's no, the fourth of the land is 25%. To get back from four correct. to five, I have to pay 20%. No, yeah. no. 20% to four. 25% to four. What's 25% of no, four? Understand, so you, that's what? One. The purchase price was four. Okay. All right? In this case, it's one. In, in this scenario, yeah. the 25% of the no, four is the one. I understand what the rabbi saying. I'm just saying, from, from, if you're valuing it at the four, yes, it's 25%. It's not worth four. No, I'm it's, saying the total four, it's worth That was the purchase price. It's worth five. Value was five, I paid four. Right. So now what? So I got a discount. How much was discount? One. Takanah chachamim, pay value of the land. How do I get back to that value of the discount? One, 25% of the four. So the Mishnah says, Revia, that's what it says, a quarter. So so the quarter of the purchase price, that's Rav. Rav says it's a quarter of the purchase price. Why? Because his svara is the goy discounted 25%. In order to bring you back to the value of the land and put that 25% back, it's a 20%. Did I say 20, Michilan? 20. The goy discounted 20%. To bring back the value, I got to bump it up 25%. Good? Okay, that's what Rashi just told us. Okay? Let's finish it, Rashi. Actually, we'll read it one more time in Rashi. Amarav, Revia Bekarka or Revia Bemaot. 
all you tell the Baalim to be a ma'ot, a quarter of the right of the cash shenatan lo vekochavim, which is a quarter of the purchase price in cash, I give to the original owner. Or you tell no karka shavir avi hamaot, or give him a piece of land that was worth a quarter of the purchase price. Im the kachab if I paid a hundred noted avi hamaneh, so I give the guy, I give the original landowner twenty five dollars. Mina karka atzmo shavir avi hamaneh, a piece of land worth twenty five. Dehainu hamishit shebakarka, which is really one twentieth of the land itself. No, Sorry, one fifth. 20%. 20%. Right. 20% of the land. If they so choose land, right? The, meaning if they want land and not cash. Why? The Kasavarav, he holds. I bought the land at a 20% discount from the Goy, meaning something that was worth five, I paid four. Hilkach Yahivle Therefore, I give him 25 or a 20, 20% of the land itself, right? The Hainu Revia Mane Shakarka Niknit Misikrikon Bimane Shave Hamishit Revaim, right? I paid I paid the I bought the land for a hundred from the Goy, so that is uh one fifth of the hundred, right? Is twenty. Right, fine, fine. Hamishit Revaim, Ushmuel Amar, no. What is Shmuel's opinion? Is that all Raf? Shmuel says no. Revia Hakarka Atsmo no tenlo. Or Shlish Mane. Shmuel says you're giving a quarter of the land, not 20% of the land, 25% of the land, or you're going to give him one third of your purchase price. Why? He holds that you get it at a 25% discount, not a 20% discount. Rav told us before when I'm buying from the Sikri Kon, he's discounting 20%. Shmuel says no, he's discounting 25%. And therefore, that's correct, from four to three, one third. So if I paid three, three, I gotta pay a third. Right now, I gotta bump it up a third. Right? So he says, Something that was worth four, I paid three. I got a, right? I got a 25% discount. Hilkach. But if I'm paying cash, no, 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 it's no, no, I'm not paying more. I'm giving back four. If I, I didn't pay four. In this case, I paid four, right? I paid three. I paid. I paid three. Because he gave you a twenty-five percent. Correct. Now you want to make it up to the to the owner of. I got to give him one third of my purchase price. Correct. I, I understand, but it's not oh, because the land is different value. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yes, yes. Right, the fee that I pay a hundred. Right, so I got to give him four thirds. So I'm going to give him. I give him thirty-three. Right, if I paid a hundred, I got to give him. The, I give the guy thirty-three as opposed. Right, as opposed to Rav, I would pay twenty-five. Right, because why? I got a bigger discount. I mean, I paid a hundred both times, but one was worth more than it was. It was worth more. That's all. Fine. And that's the machloket. Okay. So here we go inside the Gemara. Now we have all the background. The Gemara is going to go back and forth between the two opinions. All right. Two dots, three lines down. Amarav revia bakalka or revia bemaot. It's a quarter of the purchase price or a quarter of the purchase of uh, a quarter of the, um, the in, either in cash or in land. Right. Ushmuel amar revia bakalka. Shmuel says no, no. You're giving twenty five percent of the land itself. Why? That's one third of the purchase price. What do they argue about? That she already told us. Right? Shmuel holds that you bought it at a 25% discount from its purchase price, its value. And the Rav holds you bought it at a 20% discount. Okay? And therefore, the math plays out like we just saw. Ma'am says, challenge. Right, Al Mishnah told us that this was the original law. Right, 
רצו בקרקע נוטלין, רצו במעות נוטלין. הם מתי? בזמן שאין בידן לקח, אבל יש בידן לקח, הן קודמין לכל אדם. אוקיי? So he says, uh, the fourth of, we're not finished with the Baraita, but the Baraita starts out saying that the rule is, right, that you buy from a Siklikon, you give a quarter, right, sounds like a quarter of the purchase price, sounds like, to the Baalim, and the Baal has an option. It's his option to choose either cash or a quarter or a piece of land for the, for the value. And, the, and that's only in a scenario where they weren't unable to redeem it themselves. Either they didn't have the money or the guy wouldn't sell it to them. Right in a scenario where they could have redeemed it themselves, you have to give it back the land and they have to give you back your purchase price. They get the land. Hem kod min l'chol adam. That's the default. The default is they get it first. That's the default. They get the land first. As, as long as they, they have land. the money to pay. Right. They don't have the money to pay, so you can keep it by giving them a quarter, right? right? Fine. Rabbi Hoshiv Bedin v'nimnu. Rabbi appointed a Bedin and they voted. She'im sha'ata b'fnei siklikon sh'nei masar chodesh kol ha-kodem likach zacha. Aval noten is the problem la be'alim revia bakarka o revia bama'ot. Period. Open Baraita says exactly like Rav. That you pay a quarter of the purchase price either in cash or in land. That now Shimon's got a problem. So it says clearly like Rav. No, not necessarily true. What does that mean? It means it says that this baraita that you're talking about that I say via bakarka or via that's after he already got paid. Who got paid? The owner. Meaning what? Look at Rashi. Ki tanya, Rashi says on the bottom, three lines. He says, Ki tanya revia b'ma'ot le'achar shebau shlisha ma'ot le'yad be'alim. Kishmuel. When it says a quarter of the, of, the, of, the, um, of the purchase price, no, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about after I had already given one-third of the purchase price to the owner, like I was supposed to, like Shmuel, kari l'hu revia. Now it's called a quarter. Why? Why? I gave three quarters of the value of the land to, right? Three, three, three thirds. I'm sorry, I gave, right? No, uh, yeah. Three thirds of the purchase, of the total price I already paid to the Goy, and one third of the price I paid to the Baal. So there's four thirds altogether. That's what he's saying. And therefore, a it's after he already got paid, now there's four-thirds, right? And I gave one to the owner and three to the guy, and that's why I called it a quarter. And therefore, it doesn't knock out Shmuel. Okay, fine. A right, little, uh, you know, yes. math like uh, this way, but okay, I'm saying that. Fine. Okay. Amara Ashe. That was the answer. He says, I was there at the Betin with this Betin Shal Ahrahim Nimnu and they voted the Siklikon law about Rav says, I was part of the Betin. I was there. Okay? And I was actually the first vote. When they voted in the Sanhedrin to set this law up, I voted first. That's what he says. So the Mara says, first of all, by the way, you know that Rav, Rav lived in Bavel. So Rav actually came from Israel, went to Bavel. So this is still when he was in Israel. He was much, much younger. When he came to Bavel, he became the Gadol Ador. Right? But he was saying, I was part of the Sanhedrin when we voted on this, and I voted first. 
Ana Havai b'minyana dever b. The b was the was the nasi, right? He was the uh, the head of the Sanhedrin, and I, I voted first. He says, "Minai didi manu beresha." I voted first. Says the Gemara, "What do you mean?" Ha anan tnan dine mamonot v'hatahorot v'hatumot matchilim in a gadol v'dine nefashot matchilim in hatzad. Okay, any monetary laws, the Mishnah says, when it comes to voting in the Sanhedrin, and they need to start to take their votes. So, when, if it's a monetary law, or it's a Tum'at Tahara question, so who votes first? The Gadol, which would be the B. Right? Dinei Nefashot Matchilim Minatzad. If it's a capital punishment case, we start with the smaller lower judges. We don't want them the, 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 to be influenced by the gadol. But when it comes to a monetary case, we let the gadol go first. So what do you mean? At the same time? Say, no, no, no. No, no. They, they, they vote individually and they debate each other along the way. Wow. Yeah. We'll see when we get the Masechet Sanhedrin how it works. Yes. Yeah. So he says now that the that the mamonot should, be, should have been, you told me you were at the betin of Rebi. This is a monetary law. Right? They pay a quarter price. This is a monetary. Rabbi should have voted first. What do you mean you voted first? Right? You said, Rav, you said you voted first. Doesn't make sense. So the Mona says, He says that in the B's Betin, he changed the rules. He always allowed the lower judges to vote first. Rabbi. Enough. He doesn't want the, he doesn't, he, That's the way it worked. And therefore, very possible that Av was the first vote. Fine. Fine. Well, second, yeah. Did we just say that Av was, was Anav and he didn't No, the B was the, was the, was the Av Bedin. He should have voted first in a monetary law. If Rav is claiming that he was the first vote in this scenario, how come he could be first if the B is supposed to go first? Answer back, the B allowed all his cases for the lower judges to vote before him. Okay, fine. So again, it's the same rabbi, so we'll get a little bit of a tangent. But he says that, uh, and again, it's against the reference to the B. He says, from the times of Moshe Rabbeinu until the time of the B, we did not find one person that had both the Torah, he was the Gadolador in Torah, and he was the, the, the uh, ruler of the people. Both. The, both on the Torah and the civil, right? Civil leader. Okay? From Moshe until Rabbi. Rabbi wasn't a Kohen. No, no, but I was saying, we never, we never allowed King of the Kohen. Correct, right. You have to have two different, you have to have two different, we, the division of powers, right? We have, so it, from Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe was the Gadol Ador, and Moshe was the leader. That was it. He was both the Torah and the, from Moshe till Rabbi, you want to say? You don't find anybody that had both. Rabbi had both. That's what he's saying. Okay? So it says, Velo, Vehahava Yehoshua. I mean, right after Moshe is Yoshua. Who's the Gadolador? Yoshua. Who's the leader? Yoshua. So what do you mean? So he says, no, Hava Elazar. Yeah, Elazar was there. Elazar. Okay. Says, okay, Vehahava Elazar. Fine. Then Elazar took over after Yoshua died, right? And he was the Gadolador, apparently. And he was still, until they got a new leader, he was there. And he says, no, Hava Pinhas. Okay. Vehahava Pinhas. When Elazar died, Pinhas became the Kohen Gadol. He says, never, no, Havu Zekenim. There were, there was leaders there. there were. He says, okay, ha have a Shaul, have a king. Okay? He says, no, no, you're right, he had a king, but have a Shemuel. Shemuel was also the one of the, one of the leaders of the nation. Right? He's the one who anointed Shaul. He's also the one who took away the kingdom from Shaul. So, yeah, yeah he wasn't, okay. Manasseh says, but Shemuel died before. 
Right? So when I says, no, you're right. Kulhu shne ka'amrinan. I'm talking about a person's entire lifetime where he was the Gadol Ador. Once he came into power, he stayed that way. He was both the Gadol Ador and the leader of the people. So you're right that when when uh, Shemuel died, Shaul was still there. But we, we, he didn't, we, when he shared part of the part of his life, he shared it with Shemuel. I'm talking about a guy who had it his whole time. Okay, the Ava David says no. David Hava Iriyah Yeiri. It was one of David's rabbis. Okay, so and she says anything about Iriyah? Yeah, she says Gadol betorah yekedarim marboy katan. They have a matnul who rabbanan al gabek kalim uksatot. He used to sit on the pillows and he was teaching to the rabbis. And David was his student. Okay, so Yira passed away. Again, when I says, yeah, kulu You're right. When Yira passed away, David was the Gadol Ador and the Melech. But again, I'm talking for somebody that had it his entire, his entire, his entire career. Okay. Well, there's a difference between knowledge and leadership. Spiritual That's, leadership is one thing. Right. Knowledge is another thing. If you can be a brilliant, brilliant. Nachon, you don't have to lead. That's very true, and that's why he's saying someone that was the leader and the gadol ador at the same time, yeah. Moshe. So far, was all we got to, and the B. And we started to find out. We're trying to challenge A. The only B. There was nobody else before the B. And we're throwing all these names, and we're saying no. He, he shared the power. One of them had the knowledge, and one of them had the leadership. One of them had knowledge, one had leadership. Back and forth, back and forth. We come to David, and we say, what about David? No, Yirah, But Yirah passed away. You're right. And then David was both the leader and the gadol ador, but. We're talking about kulushine ka'amina. I'm talking about with someone's entire career. Okay. Hava Shlomo. When I says no, Shlomo, Hava Shim'i ben Gera. Okay. Again, Shim'i ben Gera was there. Apparently, he was also Gadol. Look at Rashi. He says, uh, no, he doesn't say. Mafi. Okay. So, Shim'i ben Gera, the Im say that he came to Shlomo with thousands and thousands of students. And he came to greet Shlomo. So, he, had a, he was also a Gadol, a gadol Betorah. So when I says Vehak Katle, they killed Shimi Begera for uh, he, 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 it was David? No. David he cursed. Shimi Begera is the one who cursed David. When it, right, with, he went with Afshalom. He went with Afshalom, right? Cursed the one that was that yeah, it was David? Okay. He went he went he, he so Shlomo killed him. David David is the one who told him on his deathbed to kill Shimi Begera, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Hakatle, they killed him. So Shlomo, Shlomo was there alone, uh, you know, both Tamid Chacham and the leader. Again, Kulushine Ka'amrina, and I'm talking about his entire career, and Shlomo, Shlomo didn't have his whole career. Man says, Ha have a Chizkiya, Melech. He says, Have a Shevna. Okay, so Shevna, and she says, Gadol Betorah. Shevna, have a Darish Betlesa Rabvata, the Chizkiya Behatse Rabvata. It's got to be a different Shevna than Hillel's brother. Yeah. Right? Yeah. has to be a different one. Because we said the Hillel the Shevna, Achim Havu. And then he, that's the whole story that he wanted to, he, I went to, Shevna went to learn, to work, and Hillel went to learn, and he came back, he wanted to buy the hip of Hillel's Torah. That's Shevna. His name was Shevna. So this must be a different Shevna, because this one is a Gadol B'Torah. So we have to Chizkiyahu. say that. Chizkiyahu is right. This is way before Hillel. Yeah, way before Hillel. Okay, fine. Ha Iktil. So he was killed. Again, Amiran. Mara says, Ha-Hava Ezra. Ezra Sofer. She says, Hava Nechemia bin Haklaya. Ezra and Nechemia go hand in hand. Baba. Okay. Amar of Ahab Redrava. Af Ani Omeh. Miyomot Ribi Ve'adrav Asheh. Lo Matsinu Torah Ogdola. Be'makom Echad. So we were unable to disprove the fact that nobody had it from Moshe to Ribi. 
We were unable to disprove that, but we attacked, we attempted, and everybody got knocked down, and therefore, with the statement, Sitman, so, no, but that, but, but they were not the leaders of the people, they're not the Gedolah B'Torah, they are the leaders of Kohanim, for sure, Kohanim Gedolim, but we're talking about a person who had both the leadership of Am Yisrael as being the ruler and the Gadol B'Torah. So who's that so far? Only Moshe and the Rebbe. Right. Yeah, by the way, was more in, in but he would, Torah, Ezra, he came first. He was the leader. He was the ruler. He was the the mayor of Jerusalem. It's called yeah, He was the ruler of Yerushalayim. Ezra stayed back. Nehemiah came first. Ezra came after. So they, he was the ruler, and Ezra was the head of Sanhedrin. So they had it split. So he says, comes along now, and Rav says, Af Aniomer, I will say from it be until Rav Asher lo matzino Torah gadol b'mokom echad. Okay, and Rav Asher is next on the list. Rav Asher was also was uh, was the Abedin. He was also the leader. Velo hava says Velo uh, mehad. Now says Velo. What do you mean? Vea hava huna barnatan. There was another gadol betorah at the time of Rav Asher huna barnatan. Rav says no. Shani huna barnatan the mecha hava chayif le Rav Asher. He himself, even though he's a gadol betorah, would be subservient to Rav Asher, and therefore Rav Asher is the next on the list of people that had it all. They had the Torah and the rulers. Okay, so we have Reb Moshe, Rabbi, Rav Asher. Yeah. Okay. The Maccabees. The Maccabees. Uh, the, so they were ruling the people, but were they were they gadol ador of, of Torah? They tried to be. But, yeah. They were the kings. Eventually, they took the kingdom. They took the maybe Matitiyah Kohen Gadol Yacholiot Lo Yodea. We don't know who else was there. Okay, yalla. Back to some topics of uh, of uh, you know, this is also tikuna olam stuff. Hiresh romez v'nirmaz. So you have a deaf mute. Okay, he can both hint at what he wants, giving sign sign like can't speak. So sign language, both him telling us something, and we'll accept what he says. We'll see in what and nirmaz. He can also receive. We can hint to him. And that would make a valid transaction. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Romez v'nirmaz, mashu romez kayam. Umashi romzim lo v'hum mitratze kayam. So this is takanah hachamim, because the chiresh, all his actions are worthless. He says, chiresh of katan doesn't have that. He's lo bardat. So over here we're saying, you're right, he's lo bardat, but we made a takanah that if he hints and, and we receive, we understand what he wants, or we hint to him and he understands what we want, accept the, they accept, it's a valid transaction. Okay? Uben betera omer, Kofetz v'nikfatz. Ben Betera says not only hand signals and hand signs, even reading lips. Rashi says kfitza is akimat sefataim. Sheneemar kafsa piha. Ve'eno siman nikar kermiza. And it's not as accurate. Reading lips is not as accurate as someone telling you, I want this and do this. And so hand signals are more, are more clear. But nevertheless, Ben Betera says even reading lips is allowed for the Hadesh. Okay, what kind of transactions are we talking about? Bimitaltalin. It's only for movable objects, not for land. Okay? Hapeutot, young children, we'll see how old. Mekhan, mekah, their sales, I'm sorry, their purchases are valid purchases. Umemkiran, their sales are memkar, valid sales. Bimtaltalin. Again, movable objects. So this is again takanar chachamim that we gave somebody who's lav bardat the power to transact. Okay? A chiresh. And a katan. Okay? It says, Amar of Nahman, Mahloket, Bimitaltalin. Peotot, because it's going to be a specific age. We'll see in a minute. Instead of writing katan, because katan can be anybody. We have, we'll see that. What, why has peotot? We'll see in a second. So the Gemara says now, Amar of Nahman, Mahloket in the Hairesh about Romez, uh, 
or kofets, right? Hand signals or reading lips. If the Hiresh wants to divorce his wife, even Ben Betera says he has to give me signals to show me what he wants. I can't read his lips. Mara says, Pshita, Bemetaltalintan. Why would I think otherwise? It's clear in the Mishnah that this whole law only applies to metaltalin. So he says, No, Mahu de Tema Af Bemetaltalin, Kamashmatlan. Because you might interpret the Mishnah is saying that even in metaltalin I will allow, and therefore, of course, everything else, but even metaltalin and the get to, I want to tell you, no. It's only metaltalin nothing else, no land, no wife, no get, none of that stuff. That stuff, only in the Mizah. Okay. Ika da'amre, Amar of Nachman, ke metaltalin Different version. He says, the machloket is the same. Which means Bebetera would matir to divorce the wife of the Hiresh with, with uh, leading lips. Manah says, But the Mishnah says only Mitatlin. Understand the Mishnah, even Mitatlin we allow, and of course we allow the wife to divorce. With, with, okay, Mahlokit. Bottom line is that we, uh, we allow her hand, hand signals. Okay. Hapeutot, Richie, for you. Hapeutot, Mikran Mekach, Memkiran Memka, Bemitatlin. Ve'ad Kama. What's what's a what's a peotot? How old is it we talking about? What is a peotot? Pe- young child it means a young child. In terms of a chedesh, the original transaction in yeah. terms of marriage, yeah. it was valid. So, so the marriage peotot? itself technically could be a deoraita marriage or a derabanan marriage. It depends. Was he pikeach right. and married her and then became a chedesh? So that's a deoraita marriage, right. right? So, but if he was married to midrabanan, so in a chanami, so the divorce would be midrabanan. Okay, Mara says, Ve'ad kama. Until what age are you talking about? What age are you saying that this guy can do business transactions and they're, being, they're going to be valid? Mahveh, Rabbi Yehuda, Rav Yitzhak, right? Yehuda, Rav Yehuda showed Rav Yitzhak his son, Kebar Sheet, Kebar Shev, six or seven. Rav Kehana Amar, Kebar Shev, Kebar Tamne, seven or eight. Bimatnita Tana, Kebar Tesha, Kebar Eser, Kebar. Right? Son of eight, son of nine. So we have six, seven, seven, eight, eight, nine. Says Gmara, Vela Pelige. There's no machlokin over here. Everyone agrees. Kol had the had, lefi hurfeh. Depends how developed the kid is, how sharp the kid is. Sometimes, even at six years old, the kid can understand the business transaction. He knows. Right? And if, he's all, if he understands what he's doing, valid. Some, it takes up to nine. Okay. So somewhere between up, it's up, somewhere between six and ten, depending on the child, how sharp he is. Now, why do we do it? Why? Ta'amamai says the right now. Which your question? So we're assuming over here that this child is in a is yatom, yatom. Yeah, but even as, 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 as long as it is in his benefit, somebody comes and does a transaction for him. That is, you know, someone takes advantage of him. So that's pashut for anybody, though. That's any. Well, we have law, we have laws of uh, what do you call them? Ona'ah. No, we have laws of ona'ah. What's the matter? Yeah, laws of ona'ah. Any, his transaction, same as anybody else. If the guy got saft, just like if I got saft, I can go and undo the transaction. So can the katan. And if I was within the within the the uh, discrepancies of ona'ah, it's a valid transaction. Like anything else. Okay, but okay, Betty will take care of that. That's not a problem. But why are we allowing his mekach to go through altogether? 
even at even at value at at, at market price. He's a katan. He doesn't have da. No. The kid has to take care of him sometimes. The kids, especially in those days, there wasn't a, a support, a social network, and the kid is wherever he is, and he needs to do at least to live. He's got to eat, so he's got to do what he's got to do. He's yeah. Otherwise, people will not transact with him. That's true also. Let's say they won't, they won't sell to him, they won't buy from him, because he can undo the sale. He can sell it, buy it, and then eat it, and then take the money back. Uh, no, 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 no. We don't let that happen either, right? So, they allowed this to happen. Fine. Pasuk. <clears throat> uh, let's see where this is from. Melachim Bet. Okay, so it says they said to that person that was in charge of hameltaha, which we don't know what that word means. We'll see in a minute. The Gemara will tell us, take out the clothing, right, for those of the those that were worshiping the abal. That's what the pasuk says. What's this word? Meltaha. What does that mean? Amar bi Abar Bar Yaakov, Amar bi Yohanan, Davar Hanimlal Vinimtach. Something that is rolled and stretched. Okay? So what does that mean? Look at Rashi. Rashi says, uh, six line down. What's this doing here? It's the same rabbis of the prior Gemara. And it was written about Yehu, and it says Davan Nimlal Vinimtach, meaning Bigde Pishtan Hen Shotchin Nimtach Al Yedem Melila Shemolel Beetz Beotav Keshehu Tove. Okay, so it's talking about linen clothing that is stretched and pulled while you're spin- while you're weaving the fabric into linen. So they're pulling on the threads to stretch them as you go, and you're rolling them with your fingers in order to stretch them out. And that's what we're talking about. Meltaha is Molel Umoteah. It's a contraction of the words to to twist, to pin, and pull. Okay, so that's what he says. So uh, he says, "Shigelo bonaim ben nunaim, let it be, let it be, sivni vehomes vesalsela umalmela." Okay, so he sends over here. Now we have a letter or a statement coming from Rav Dimi when he came from Eretz Israel and he says in the name of Rabbi Yohanan and he sends the following statement okay and the statement is a uh, where is I lost my place one second B'naim Nunaim here yeah I gotta find one second I'm out of here that's the guy's name he sent him to the B the following statement Sivni V'chomes V'salsela U'malmela Okay, and then we're going to define what they are. Sivni v'chomes ke'amgoza. Upalge amgoza. What does that mean? So, Rashi. Rashi efohu. Bonaim nenonaim Yisrael ashiraya. He was a, a wealthy guy who sent, right, the following. He sent it to the B. He says, Sivni v'chomes v'salsela arba'a minin shel begde pishtan dak v'tof. Okay, so four types of very, very expensive linen garments. Okay, four different kinds. So he says, and what happened? He says the the uh, the first one. Well, actually, the first two. He said, right? Sivni v'chomes. He said ke amgoza upalga de amgoza. What does that mean? So he says Rashi talit gedola lemidato ukshu mekapela lo haya yoter meegoz vachetzi. So the fabric is so fine that even though it fits. The, the B, when you fold it, it folds into a piece that's so small that's the size of a walnut and a half. Okay? Salsela umalmela, the other types, kipistika. 
So these, I guess, are even more hashuvi, and they fold even smaller than a walnut. They fold into fistika. Now she says, gallnut, she'ochlim hazirim, Okay, uh, I, I don't know. I would, I would. If you ask me, I disagree. But they say that. How do you say uh, uh, pistachio in Arabic? Fisto. 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 The word. Fistica. Okay. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's. Uh, so uh, yeah. I think it's. Uh, what do you call? It? It's pistachios. Fistica ufalge fistica. And that's smaller than a walnut. Why am I jumping to this other gallnut? Sheochlim chazirim. According to the aroch, is an acorn. Yeah, so that would be an acorn over there. So I I, I don't know. I, I think it's a fisto. If you ask me, that's the right word. Anyway, fine. My malmela, right? So the, what's malmela that we said is something that's pulled and stretched, like we said before. What? Nimtach, boy. Malmela, davarhan nimlal. Right. Right, but we use. I mean, it's a, it's the same. It's the same thing. We use a different word for it. I'm saying, are we saying? No, I'm saying. Ma- are we saying that that is this a mahlogan between the previous? previous no, the pas- yeah. is, this is just saying that he sent him this malmila. What is it? He's telling you that malmila is the, like we said before. It's clay pishtan. It's, it's linen clothing. Before in the pasuk in milachim bed, they call it malteha, and over here he's calling malmila. Okay. Yeah. Dabar love in imtach. Right. Fine. Vetavatan ad kama. Amar biona, amar bizera, ad shetut kegodel. Yeah, right, right. So it says now ta'utan, the mistake of the no kegodel kegadol, the the mistake of the katan in business transactions ad kama will be allowed to deal to go through, like you mentioned before. So he says ad shetut kegadol. It's the rules of ona'a, like I said before, also that it's a regular transaction. The rules of the gadol apply to the katan. Whatever the ta'ut would be choser and undo the transaction for the gadol is the same for the katan. Fine. Amar biona, amar bizera, ad shetut kegadol. Period. By abaye matanatomai. What about a katan giving a matana? You tell me now he's valid transactions for business transactions that it was kedeh hayav. What about giving a gift? So you tell me he can transact. Would we accept a gift from him and say that I can keep it now? Rav Yemar Amar En Matanato Matana Mo Barav Ashe Amar Matanato Matana. Okay, so Mahloket. Okay, that uh, we have Rav Yemar. Let's just get the name straight because we're about to flip the names around. Let's get it straight. So Rav Yemar says no good, and more Barav Ashe says good. Says the Gemara Afachuha. They switched the names around. Where Rav Ashe said no good, and Mar Yemar Rav Yemar said good. Veshadru al kamed Rav Mordechi, and they sent it to Rav Mordechi. They said there's a machloket over here about the katan and his gift, and we have Rav Ashe saying no good, and Rav Yemar saying good. And that's the opposite of what we saw, right? So he says, Amale zilu amru lebar mor lav go tell my the, my son mor barab ashi lav hachihu hava uvda ki hava kai mor had kare arav had kare adarga. I was in front of Rav Asher one time, and he had one foot on the ground and one foot on the step. Yeah, and he's climbing up the steps. The amra amra nale. I told him matanato mai. Is that rain? It's, like it's raining over there. Oh wow, okay. And it's gorgeous right there. Okay. I asked Rav Asher, the gift of a katan, what's the status? Rav Asher said, 
that it was valid, and therefore more Barav Asher shouldn't be arguing on his father. Okay? So, Ahat Matanat Shimera, the Ahat Matanat Bari, Ahat Matanat Meruba, the Ahat Matanat Mu'etet. There is no distinction in the Katan's transactions. If he's Shimera the Katan, if he's giving a big gift or a small gift or whatever he does, it's exactly the same as a Gadol, and therefore that's the Halacha. Say that. So the linen so the fabric is so is so yeah. fine and so yeah. beautiful the that they want. They don't quite follow why, why he wants to send them a very expensive gift? Apparently, he said the told him he was Ashir Gadol, and he sent a very expensive gift to the bee. In those days, to get such fine fabric is very rare. Right now, it's uh, it's much easier to get something like that. Expensive. It's expensive though, right? It's still expensive, but it's 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 easily it's better, it's readily available if you want to pay for it. In those days. Uh, for the shroud. They use they use linen only. No, they use also cotton as well. No. Yeah, I think no. So. Not only linen. Really? Uh, as far as I know, the halakha is they're only supposed to wear linen. No, no, no. no. I, I, I I know what check. Check. I checked. Yeah, I yeah. They said it's linen. It's not linen. I mean, it's it's cotton. I sold some linen to a. Uh, to the chaver. I sold them linen, right? And they want the cotton also. Really? It's much cheaper. I know, but I think the 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 mitzvah is linen. The Gemara says that there used to be, if you remember back, we learned it, that um, the, the people that were, uh, when Lo'aleinu or Lo'alechim ever, they had a, a met in the family, they, the funeral used to be very, very expensive, and they used to leave the body in the street because they couldn't afford to, uh, right, because they couldn't afford to bury it. And then the Ban Gamliel said, when I pass away, I want you to bury me in linen, plain linen garments. And then, because that, that, that was much cheaper, and, and, that, and that became the Minhag. Everybody buries in linen from that. So I, that's why I'm saying I don't know. I, maybe maybe it changed later than the cotton. I don't know. From what I've seen, the ones I've seen were linen. But yacholiot. Uh, maybe you know. I don't know. I don't know. Say that we have to ask. Uh, we have a couple of guys that have it out. I want to ask them. I'm going to ask them. Yacholiot. All these cases in terms of the katana, we're still dealing. We're still dealing with um, not a katana. Uh, peotot. No, no. This katana over here is all peotot. Which means he has to be at least six years old. Step one. And he had to be, remember, six years old is the, is the age that the father's not, actually not obligated anymore to sustain him. Right, so six years old, and then up to ten, between six and ten, depending on the kid now. Every kid is different. It depends how, how sharp the kid is. Some kids develop later, some kids develop earlier. So somewhere in the pay between six and ten is the age that this kid could be a... Uh, so I guess maybe you need to check the kid when you're doing business with him. you got to check to find out if this kid is uh, sharp enough to pass the, the peuto test, you know? You go out with Judah yeah. next time. Yeah, I was with him last night. I'm asking him to tell you the story about the linen. Okay, I'm going to tell him. Okay, I'm going to tell him. I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him. Beautiful. Okay, Mishnah, yalla. The following is a list of things that the rabbis, again, because of, to have peace and unity. Okay? Yeah. It's still, Tikkun Olam is Dakesh Shalom also. We won't have fighting with anybody, fighting with other people, fighting with other nations. Let's see. So he says, Okay, so therefore he says, Darkei Shalom, we send the Kohen first, then the Levi, then the Israel to the Torah. Marah says, Mepre Darkei Shalom, Me'arvim Bebayt Yashan. Okay, we, we, uh, we, uh, what do you call it? We put the Eruv of the Hatserot in the same house that we used the prior years. Okay, so when we have Eruv Hatserot, they would do it annually. So the house that has the Eruv is the one that has it next year and next year and next year. And Darkei Shalom, everyone wants to have the mitzvah, very nice, but the guy who's the old guy who has the Hazakah on the mitzvah, he gets it, fine. Mepenei Darkei Shalom, bor shehu karov le'amma 
right? Mitmal'a Rishon. Okay? So the, the, uh, where the cistern that is closest to the source of water is the one that you can fill first. So the cistern is standing water, but the, I'm going to go to the well, right? To the Amma is the stream, let's say. So uh, we got, well, I want water, and you want water, and you want water. Okay, so we, we go, Kola Kodem. The guy that's closest goes first, and the next guy goes next, and the next guy goes next. Fine. Okay, so a trap. That now you're walking by in the forest and you find a trap that has trapped some uh, animals that are, right? So caught a deer or whatever it is, right? And uh, now technically, if you think about that, so it's hefker. The guy set the trap, walked away. And the trap can't acquire for him. So why, how is it acquiring for him? It's in the Shut Arabim. Can't acquire so technically, in Torah, the animal that's in the trap is hefker. The rabbis declared gezel. If you walk by, you find a fi- yeah, you find the guy's the net full of fish in the river, right? Yeah. Okay. Darkei shalom. Fine. Fine. gezel gamur. says no, 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 no. There is no darkei shalom. That's total theft, which according to Rabbi Yosef, your trap can acquire for you, or your net can acquire for you. Okay, Okay, so a find something that a cheresh shote katan lav bardaat, right? Finds technically they can't acquire anything. So if he picked it up, it, he couldn't acquire it. So I could grab it out of his hand, and uh, I mean, that's what I could keep it. He doesn't have no. The biose omer no gezel gamur. That's absolute theft, which means they can acquire a mitziah from hefker. Okay, we'll see in the Gemara what they're arguing about. So we have an Ani who's at the top of the tree. So just like there is, uh, just like there is pe'ah for the field, there is pe'ah for fruit trees also. So you leave a section of the tree on uh, usually the ones that are very hard to leave. Uh, I'm, I'm not going up there. Leave it. Ani will go. So he's been a kef So what does he do? How does he get it down? He climbs the tree. And what does he do? He shakes it. Shakes it. Shakes it. And they fall. So I'm a smart guy. He shakes up. He's standing underneath with the basket. Then I catch it. Ani amenakeh berosha zayit ma'ashet tahtav gezel mipnei darkei shalom. Okay. If you take anything that's on the floor under him, or you're catching it, it's a theft. Why? Darkei shalom. Technically, he didn't acquire it. He shook the tree. He didn't do anything to the olives. No. Okay. Rabbi Yosef Omer gezel gamur. Again, he's more. He says no, no. That's absolute theft. You can acquire it by doing that, according to Rabbi Yosef. Fine. Is it all just established in the Yod? It seems that way, right? And so who's arguing with Rabbi Yosef? It seems that way. So if a guy now has his leke pe'ah in the field, and he sees a goyim gathering from the pe'ah, right? We leave them alone. We leave them alone. We shalom. They can collect from the from the sedakah with the Jews. Okay, fine. That's the Mishnah. So the Gemara again. We had a whole bunch of laws of Ani'e, of uh, the first one. Darkei shalom. Yeah, it says Darkei shalom. Says Rashi Shilote Machloket Benehim. No, that's the that's the that's the water the water one. No, it doesn't say. It doesn't say Eva. It says Darkei shalom. Yeah. Okay. Menahan Emili that the Kohen goes first. Okay, so 
Moshe writes the Torah, gives it to the Kohanim, the children of Levi. Atu ana lo yadana de Kohanim b'nei Levi ninu. I mean, don't I know that the Kohanim are from Chevet Levi? Of course I know that already, right? I mean, I just read the Torah, so what happened? Ela, what is it here to tell me? Tells you, Kohen b'reisha v'adar Levi. When you give the Torah, the Kohen first, then the Levi. Okay? Rabbi Yitzhak nafcha amar mehacha. V'nageshu ha-Kohanim b'nei Levi. Okay, that pasuk is in Devarim. It says, "V'nageshu akwanim b'nei Levi ki bam b'har Adonai lecha l'sharetol varech b'shem Adonai ve'alpihem yeh kol riv v'chol naga." Okay, so pasuk again says, "Kwanim b'nei Levi atu anan lo yadene dekwanim b'nei Levi ninu." Don't I know that the children of Levi? Ella, what again? Kwanim b'reisha v'adar Levi. Rav Asher Amar mehacha another source. B'nei Amram Aharon u'Moshe v'yavdel Aharon lahakdisho kodesh kadashim. They were both Leviim, and Aaron became Kodesh Kodashim. He became first. The Kohen goes before Moshe. That's Pasuk. That's the one that we use now. That's the Vayikra says Vikidashto. You should make him Kadosh. Okay, so Vikidashto is a reference to the Kohen. You make him Kadosh. Tana devere bishmael vikidashto lechod avashe bektusha, meaning what? Leftoach rishon. That's okay. When you're going to send them up to the Torah, vilevarech rishon for bikat the mazon, vilitomana yafar rishon. First portion he gets first. Okay, and therefore he is going first. Okay. Amar le abaye le Rav Yosef mepene darche shalom teoraitai. The Mishnah, the Mishnah said the Kohen, Levi, Israel, the Kohen goes first, we pray that Keshalom. That's what you just said in the Mishnah. And then we have six opinions, and everyone is bringing a pasuk for the Torah that the Kohen goes first. Right. So what do you mean it's that Keshalom? It's a pasuk in the Torah Mitzvah. Then you go to Kohen first. Amar le deoraita Keshalom. says, yes, it is deoraita, and the reason why the Torah wants this to happen is because of that Keshalom. Right. So he says, what? Every mitzvah in the Torah is, is mipre shalom. What are you talking about? What is it? Why are you making this deoraita? Ela amar abaye lech demor. Okay. As abaye, rather, it's because of the following. The Tanya. Shnayim mamtinin zelaze bekeara. Shelosha en mamtinin. Habotzeya hu poshet yado techila. Okay? It's like this. What we're saying over here is yes, the Oraita, the Kohen is supposed to go first. But where's the Darke Shalom? He says that is in the Beta Knesset. Why? He says, because we see over here the Baraita says that if you have two people that are eating together from a, from one bowl, let's say, right? You're not, you know, you're not, you have to wait, right? They have to wait to eat together. One guy's washing his hands, the other guy can't wait till he gets there. If there are three people eating, so then they don't need to wait, okay? The two guys don't need to wait for the third. Yeah, no, you'll see in a second now. The guy who's going to make hamotzi, right? He gets to take food first. If he wants to give kavod to his rabbis, right, or someone who's greater than Torah, you can pass over this law of precedence by giving it to someone that's more gadol. I'll let you break. I'm supposed to get food first because I did the motzi, but I'll let you do it. 
When do we say that you're allowed to pass it off and let someone else do it, even though it's coming to you? In a meal. You're not allowed in the Beit Knesset to allow someone to go before you. If you're the Kohen, you have to go first. You can't let someone go before you. Why? Because if we start to let the Gadol before this guy, that guy, they're going to fight. No, I'm bigger than him. No, he's bigger than me. I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than all of you. Okay. That which you said we don't in Beta Knesset allow them to go out of order, that's on Shabbat. Shoes full. During the week, it's quieter, not a big deal. We'll let, we'll let it slide. We don't have to send the coin first. Mara says. Ini, is that true? Veha Rav Huna kari bekahane b'shabbatot. V'yamim tovim. Rav Huna, who is not a Kohen, went up Kohen on Yom Tov and Shabbat in Beit HaKnesset. Which means they did go out of order. Says, for you, Richie, Shani Rav Huna, da'afilu b'ameh v'b'aseh kahane hashiveh de'eretz Yisrael mechaf havu chayfele. Rav Huna is different. He's the Gadol Ador. Even though the Ami and the Asi who were Kohanim, Right? And we're also Gdolim, would still get put Avuna before them. And therefore, he's the Gadol, the accepted Gadol, you're right. When he's a Gadol Ador and no undisputed, everybody knows, he, oh, he supersedes the Kohen. But that's because no one's going to argue about that. No one's going to tell Chavad, yeah, you can't go up first. Yeah. Who's going to tell the We all were there and we all saw it happen. Yeah. Right? And therefore, no problem. Right? And every Kohen there will let Chavad go first. No, no, no question, right? But if he's not there, and there's Kohanim there, so now, no, 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 no. Now that's what we're talking about. That's different. Okay, and therefore that's what he said. Yeah, it's halachah l'maseh. Halachah l'maseh. We've all seen it happen. We were there. Amar Abaye Naktinan En Sham Kohen Netfareda Havila. If there's no Kohen there, so the order of Kohen Levi Israel is dispersed. We don't send the Levi first. We send now all Israel. Fine. Okay. Yeah. If there's no Kohen there, we send all Israels. Says Abaye, and I also we have a tradition that if there's no Levi, so we'll send a Kohen for a Levi. Says, so he says, what, what do you mean we're going to send the Kohen for the Levi if it's in place of the Levi? We have a rule, can't have one Kohen go after another Kohen. We can't have another Levi go after another Levi. Okay? So he says, why one Kohen after the other Kohen? No, because of the pagam of the second guy. Oh, you go after the Kohen, so it must be you're not a Kohen. Uh, no. Why, 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 why the second guy? We have a problem with the second guy. The first guy's Kohen, he goes up. Second Kohen goes up, we have a problem with him. Why are you going second? Oh, must be because the, either, either you're not a valid Kohen. We won't go after him. Two Levis is also a problem for both of them. Right? Okay, fine. Now, Kika Amian Beoto Kohen. He says, No, no, you don't understand me. When I said we send the Levi for the Kohen for the Levi, it means the same Kohen. We send them up twice. That's the Alakhan. That's where it comes from. We send the second Kohen. Kohen go, go two times. Okay. Maishna Levi Achal Levi Lo. Right? Achal Levi. The Ika Pagam Shinehem. The Amre Hadminayu Lav Levihu. Kohen Achal Kohen Nami. Amre Hadminayu Lav Kohenu. He says, You're a problem. Okay, so if you're gonna tell me I have a problem sending a coin after Kohen, a Levi after Levi, so why? Because you tell me maybe one of them is not a Levi. The first guy was NG. We had to send another guy. So same for coin after Kohen. 
So he says, no, 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 kegon de muhzaklan be'avua de hai sheni de kohen. So hachanami de muhzaklan be'avua de hai levi de levihu. Yeah, I'm fixing it. Better? Yeah, you there? Okay, better. Fine. So, what time is it? Oh, 10 to. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll stop here. We'll continue this on, uh, on tomorrow. We'll stop over here in the order of the Quranim and the Levine. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen. Six o'clock.